The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Orlando Franklin in for Stink, who is uh, off today. Nikola Jokic, a straw poll, a very reliable straw poll, came out as to where the votes would be for the MVP award this year. And Jokic, a runaway, projected, predicted runaway, third straight MVP. He's got ESPN's Jalen Rose's vote. You can't ignore what the Joker's doing. Bill Russell and Larry Bird are the only people to win the MVP three times in a row. And so what ends up happening is it becomes an award about storyline. It becomes an award about perception of doing the most with the least and or having a historic year to go with your numbers. And so after he's won it twice, it's like, all right, we should be trying to give it to somebody else. Right now, Denver's number one in the West. Historic stats. This dude about to average a triple-double. As a center. center. (laughs) On the uh, podcast, uh, Draymond Green's podcast, talking about uh, Nikola Jokic, all-star weekend going on this weekend, and uh, not exactly an event made for Joker. (laughs) Yeah, not not one of those events that he gets to really showcase his talents. But Jalen Rose is absolutely right, man. You know, that's the big feel that I get this year about the whole situation. It's almost like when I listen to the national media attention and, and I see what's going on in the NBA, it's almost like they're just trying to find a way to not give it to him because he's already won it back to back. But it, a triple-double as a center, a guy as durable as Joker is, you know, night in, night out, you can rely on him, whether he has to go out there and play you know, the 40 minutes or he goes out there and plays a 25 minutes and you put him to bed. He does it with a smile on his face as well. And I look at this basketball team and I look at how it's responded. I look at the defensive mindset this year, how they have an opportunity of finishing within the top 10 defensively in the national in the NBA. That's a part of Nikola Jokic as well. That's him buying into that also. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to disagree with you. I, I don't think that you're seeing an active push for other people to win the MVP. I think what you're seeing instead, and believe me, I've had ESPN up on yes. during the course of this show for the last three years now. And the big shift that I've seen this year is they're not going out of their way to try to promote other MVP candidates. Mm. But here's what they're they're doing instead. They're not talking about it at all. Yes. They're not talking about MVP. Okay. It's so what what So that's not even a so word. So in in my mind they're they're already conceding that Nikola Jokic is going to win the MVP. I like it. That's the good news. Yeah. But they're not talking about and promoting him and really celebrating him and spotlighting him. They're not doing any of that. But at least we're not getting this uh, silly thing that they've done the last two years where all it took was one guy to have two good games. And, oh, what about Chris Paul making a push? Yeah. But isn't Here that, comes Luca. Hey, watch out for LeBron. Yeah, shouldn't we be happy that they're not really promoting it that much? Because I love the idea of the, the just the, the the chip it creates for Jokic and the Nuggets to go out and just say, "All right, you want to ignore us? You want to disrespect us? If 
fine. We're going to win the whole damn thing. Yeah. Then you can't. I, I just look at, you know, a couple months ago, and Aaron Rodgers going on that podcast and saying, hey, given the right circumstance, I could win another MVP. Got a lot of pushback, right, from around the league. National media just kind of went after him. What do you mean, like, you, another MVP? Don't you want to win championships? I think Nikola Jokic has always been about championships. Yes. The MVPs have came, but it's always been about the championships. And if he knows if he's playing at a high level and his basketball team is winning, which they are winning, and he's getting everybody involved, what he does with the basketball night in, night out is sensational. He could pick and choose his game that he's getting ready to have that night. Um, that's going to happen. He's averaging a triple-double as a center. It's unbelievable what this man has been able to do. When he gets to the top and you think that that's the ce- his ceiling, he sh- finds a way to show you that better. there's a new he's been even better. He's been even better. Next on the Morning Brew Broncos coaching search, uh, the staff search, staff roundup continues. The latest is Vance Joseph going to interview today with uh, the Broncos for the defensive coordinator position. So uh, we get to uh, see Vance back here. Also, Mike Westhoff could end up being on Peyton's staff in a special teams role. A longtime special teams coach. What do you know about him? He was uh, with with Peyton in 2017 and 18. Also was with Rex Ryan during some of Ryan's stops. So what do you know about Mike Westhoff as a special teams guy? Um, just watching social media yesterday. Saw a couple former players extremely excited about the possibility of Westhoff ending up here in Colorado. So for me, if they're excited or if they like it, I love it. You know, I don't know really too much about this guy. I haven't played underneath him, but I the people that I saw that were ranting and raving about him are respected guys that have played a lot of special teams in their career. So for me, Mike, if they like it, I love it. So let's do it. And I also think that there's nice uh, chemistry back there. I already worked with Sean Payton, has worked with Rex Ryan as well, which those are two strong personalities. You know Rex is going to come... Rex is going to come in here and, try, and and be looking ahead in the future. He's going to be looking for how do I become a head coach, right? So he's going to try to steal some of Sean Payton's uh, shine. It's going to be offense versus the defense, right? Oh, Sean Payton, you're balling as, as an offensive coordinator. People are looking to hire people from your staff to become the next head coach or to become the next offensive coordinator. Well, Rex Ryan's going to look at it the same way on his defensive staff and people that are underneath him. I'm trying to get a head coaching job. I'm trying to get people hired as well. So it could be a nice little friendly competition going out there, which I'm just, would be good. Yeah, just after after watching terrible practices last year mm-hmm. with nothing happening, the idea of full-go football with a Sean Payton's offense going up against Rex Ryan's defense, sign me up. But at least for now, it's Vance Joseph's day. He gets the interview today with Sean Payton and the Broncos. Next on the Morning Brew... Round one of the Genesis Invitational at Riviera on the PGA Tour, everybody. And you're thinking, why in the world, Mike, are you bringing up PGA golf in the morning brew? You never do that. You're right. I never do do that. Unless Tiger Woods is playing. And Tiger Woods playing this event and put up a two under par 69, just five shots off the lead. There's nothing like coming game time. Just the feeling of... The butterflies and trying to calm all that stuff down. The adrenaline, the ball goes further, even though it's cold out here. And we adapted very quickly. And uh, as I was alluding to earlier, it was uh, unbelievable pairing. So to have those, those two great guys and uh, two great loops on the bag, uh, you know, Bonesy and Joey go back forever. So um, it was a lot of fun. 
you got a lot of good golfers out there. The game of golf is in good hands. There's a lot of really talented golfers out there, but Tiger Woods continues to be the Pied Piper, man. Yeah. Um, and Can't take for, your eyes off him. Yeah, good for him. With all the surgeries, with all the things that have went on with his personal life, with all the things that have went on off the golf course, he has found a way to continue to keep his mind sharp and, and keep his mind on the game. Um I don't know about you, Mike, but I, I try to play golf. I, I try to get my, my golf game down, and, oh, and for oh, me, oh, 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 yeah, oh, I love you, but that that uh, ain't that ain't golf. I'm what, what I'm a, I'm a trying, lot better what than oh, what really? I once were. All right, yes, a lot better. Because you know when I saw you, um, that was many many years ago. That was before <laughs> I, the golf. Simulator. I wouldn't say many many years was, ago, but okay, Mike, that was at least three years ago. All right, the last that, time you saw right, me that's play a, golf, a few. Since then, I've it's got eighty-four years. Since then, I've got a golf simulator at right, the house, been okay. able to slow okay. my swing down, All right. fix my mechanics. All right, um, can't wait yeah. to get out there with you this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting better. All I'm right, getting better, Mike. All right, don't be putting me out on a Friday. I'm not putting you out. I'm, just, out I'm just going by with what I saw the last time. It was, that was so long. Ago. It was well documented. It was so it long was ago. Videoed. It was so long it ago. Was so... Do you remember when I teed that thing up though to start that thing off? Yeah, when when a mile went about a mile with that thing. Went a mile, oh, mile right. No, the first one. <laughs> It was a mile straight. No, first on, was we used my, and then it was and, all downhill from there. And I f- also feel like the pairings were bad. Oh, the yeah. pairings. Now we're blaming the pairings. My partner was Sandy. I'm Let not saying go, nothing man. about I'm not saying nothing about Sandy, but we did it by show. Yeah. Um my partner was Sandy and my game was very young at that point and Sandy's <laughs> game was very old at that point and we're, we're trying to find a happy medium. <laughs> Next on the Morning Brew. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. All right, well, uh, either a reason to or to not watch Saturday Night Live here in a couple of weeks as Travis Kelsey is going to be hosting SNL on March 4th. Will you tune in? Absolutely. Um, I, I love the Kelsey brothers. I, I have known Jason forever. Um, my offensive line coach that recruited me at the University of Miami that I was with for all four years has been the Eagles offensive line coach for the last 10 years. Uh, I love that program. I know that he still shows film of me as far he uses my film as a teaching film out there in Philadelphia. I've talked a, a lot with Jason Kelsey and I've met Travis a bunch. I love Travis's story. I love it. a guy that faced adversity, couldn't get it right. Um, seemed like every opportunity he got, he was messing up, you know, working his butt off to try to play with his brother at Cincinnati. Never got that opportunity because he was just doing too much off the field. And I love that once he got to the NFL, he completely did a 180. So I love his story and I love when he wins, after he wins Super Bowls, it's entertaining. So I can't wait to watch Saturday Night Live because I think at that point when you get the writers, there will be writers involved. It'll be super entertaining here. What did you say, March 4th? March, March 4th. Yeah, I'll be checking that out for sure. All right, that'll do it for the Morning Brew.